Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Jungle Tales of Tarzan by Edgar Rice Burroughs Chapter 7 The End of Akwari When Tarzan the Apes was still but a boy, he learned, among other things, to fashion pallet ropes of fibrous grass, jungle grass, strong and tough were the ropes of Tarzan, little Tomari. Tolet, his foster father, would have told you this much and more. Had you tempted him with a handful of fat caterpillars, he might have significantly unbended to narrate to you a few stories of the many indignities which Tarzan had heaped upon him by means of this hated rope. But then, then Toblet always worked himself in such a frightful rage that he devoted any considerable thought either to the rope or to Tarzan. It might not have proved comfortable for you to have remained close enough for him to hear what he had to say. So often had a snake-like noose settled unexpectedly over Tullet's head. So often had he been jerked ridiculously and painfully from his feet when he was least looking for such an occurrence. There was little one. There was little wonder he found Skate's base in savage heart for love of this white-skinned foster child with the adventures thereof. There had been other times too when Tullet was swinging helpless in mid-air, noose tightening round about his neck. Death staring out about him in the face, though Tarzan danced him upon a nearby limb, taunted him with making unseemly grimaces. Then there was an, yet an, been, had been another time which the rope had figured prominently. Occasion only one connected with rope. A Tobit let recalled with pleasure Tarzan active in brain as he was in body, was always finding ways in which to play. It was through the medium play he learned much during his childhood. If they learned something, and that he did not lose his life in learning of it, was a matter of great surprise to Tarzan and a flying ornament to Tovlet. A man child in throwing his noose a playmate, and a tree above him caught the projecting branch instead. Then he tried to shake it loose, but drew, but drew the tighter. The Tarzan started to decline the rope to move it from the branch. When he was part way up, a focusum playmate. 
seized that pot of rope which lay upon the ground and ran off with it as far as he could go. The Tarzan screamed at him in success. The young ape released the rope a little and then drew it right again. The result was a pot of swinging motion to Tarzan's body, where the ape man suddenly realised was a new pleasurable form of play. He urged the ape to continue. Tarzan was swinging to and fro as far as the short length of rope would permit, but the distance was not great enough. And two, and two, he's too far enough. It's not far enough for the ground to give the necessary frills, which add to so greatly to pleasures pastimes of the young. So he clambered to the branch where the noose was caught. Above, after removing it, carried it carried a rope far aloft out upon a long and powerful branch. He again made it fast. And having made the loose, taken the loose end in his hand, clambered quickly down along among the branches as far as a rope could, would permit him to go. He swung out upon the end of it, his live young body turning and twisting. Human Bob upon a pendulum of grass, thirty feet above the ground. Oh, how detectable! That was indeed a new play for first magnitude. Tarzan was enchanted. Soon he discovered that by wriggling his body, you just right away, just the right way, the proper time, he could diminish or accelerate his oscillation. And then, being a boy, he chose naturally to accelerate. Presently, he was swinging far and wide, while below him the apes of the tribe of Kalek looked on in mild amaze. Had it been you and I, or I swinging there at the end of that grass rope? thing with which presently happened would not have happened, for we could not hang on so long as to make it possible. Tarzan was quite as much as home swinging as hands as it was standing upon his feet, or at least almost. Anyway, he felt no fatigue long other time only mortal would have been numb with strain of physical exertion, and this was his undoing. Turlock was watching him as there were others of the tribe, all the creatures of the world, as none Turblet was so cruelly hated as he did as he did, his hideous, hairless, white skinned creature of an ape, for Tarzan nimbleness and deadless watchfulness, a savage coloured mum's love. Tullet would long since have rid himself of stain for his human its on So long had been since Tarzan became a member tribe at Tullet had forgotten the circumstances, showing the interest of the jungle waif, his family, the result that he now imagined Tarzan with his own offspring, adding greatly to his shenanigan. Wide and fast swung Tarzan eats, till at last he reached the highest point of the arc, a rope, which rapidly frayed on the rough bark of the tree limb, parted suddenly. The rutching apes saw the smooth brown body shoot on outward and down plummet lake. Turbot leaped high in the air, emitting what what in a human being would have been an explanation of delight. This was the end of Tarzan most of Turbot's troubles. From now on he could lead his life in peace and security. Tarzan fell quite fell quite forty feet lighting of his back. In a brick bush, Carla was the first to reach his side furiously, hideous, loving Carla. 
She was seeing the life crushed from her own balloon in such a fall years ago. For was she to lose this one too in the same way? Tarzan laying quite still when he found her. Him embedded deep in the bush took Carlo several minutes to entangle him and drag him forth. But he was not killed. He was not even badly injured. Brush had broken his fall, force of fall, cut above the back of his head, showed he had no struck on a, he had struck a fixed stem with a shrub and explained his unconsciousness. In a few minutes he was active as ever. Tublet was furious. His rage he snapped at white fellow ape, found him discovering the identity of his victim, badly mauled for his ill temper. Having chosen an event despite upon the husky, but he would eat the unborn and full prime his vigour. But Tarzan learned something new. He learned the continued friction could bear through the strands of his rope. Though it was many years before his knowledge did it more for him than merely to keep him from swinging too long at a time or too far above the ground end of his rope. And the day he came over, the very thing that once all, once all but killed him proved the means of saving his life. He was no longer a child but a mighty jungle male. There was none now to watch over him, solicitously, nor did he need such. Carla was dead, dead too was Tullet. And though with Carla passed, the one creature ever really had loved him, there were still many who hated him. After Tullet departed into arms, his father's, it was not that he was more cruel and more savage than they that they hated him. Nor, nor though, was he both cruel and savage as they were the beasts. If hers, yet, too, as he often, he was often tender, which as they never were. Now the thing which brought Tarzan most into disrepute with the, uh, those who did not like him was the possession of practice of his characteristic, which they not, they could not, and would, could not, they had not and could not understand human sense of humour. Tarzan was trifle broad, perhaps manifesting several rough, painful jokes upon his friends, a cruel baiting of his enemies. But neither these did the older men to me of Bakrari, which doctor who dwelt in the cave between the two hills far to the north of the village of Mabora. Chief Bakrari was jealous of Tarzan Bakrari. He was who came near, proving the undoing of the ape man. For much but Rory, a nurse's hatred for revenge seemed remote indeed since Tarzan apes frequented another part of the jungle miles away from Lair Bakrari. Only once had a black witch doctor seen the bearable guard, uh, guard as he often he often called among the blacks. Upon an occasion Tarzan robbed him of his fate fee at a certain same time, putting the lion in the mouth back Rory, making his medicine seem poor magic medicine. Or back Rory, all this back Rory never did forgive. Though it, did, though it seemed quite seemed unlikely the opportunity would come to be revenged. It, it, it did come quite inspectly. Tarzan was hunting far to the north. He wandered away from the tribe as he did more and more often approach maturity to hunt alone for a few days. 
As a child, he enjoyed romping and playing with the young apes, his companions. But now, as playful as his own, of his had grown too slowly, lowing bulls, or too touchy, suspicious mothers, jealousy guarding helpless balloons. But Tarzan found his own mankind a greater and truer companionship than any or all the apes of Kodak could afford him. This day, as Tarzan hunted, the sky slowly became overcast. Torn clouds whipped the ragged streams. Dreamers fell, fled low above the treetops. The eyed Tarzan frightened antelope, fleeing the charge of a hungry lion. But through the light clouds raced so swiftly, jungles motionless. Not only the leaf quivered, the silence was great, was a dead, great dead weight. Insupportable, even the insects seemed stilled by apprehension. Some frightful thing impending, a larger things were soundless. Such as forests, such a jungle might have stood there, beginning that thinkable far-gone age. For God, people dwelled with life. There was no sounds, because there was no ears to hear. And all over, over, and over all lay a sickly, pallid ochre light, through which the scourged clouds raced. Tarzan had been seen all these conditions many times before, yet he never could escape the strange feeling at such recurrence of them. He knew no fear, but in the face of nature's manufacturing, manifestations of her cruel, immeasurable powers, he felt very small, very small, and very lonely. He heard a low moaning far away. The lions seek their prey. He murmured to himself. Looking up again, swift flying clouds. Not only rose to a great volume of sound, they come, said Sars and the apes, and all took the slow to a thickly forest tree. Quite suddenly, trees bent their tops simultaneously. The god stretched a hand, the heavens oppressed. He flat palmed down upon the world. It passed, whispered Tarzan. The lions passed. Came a vivid flash of lightning, followed by the deafening thunder. Lions have sprung, cried Tarzan. Now they roar above the bodies of their kills. The trees were waving, waving wildly in all directions. Now perfectly dynamical wind threshed the jungle pitifully. In the midst of the rain came, and not as it comes down upon us in the Northlands, but in a sudden choking, blinding deluge, the blood of the kill, thought Tarzan, huddling himself close to the bull, great tree beneath which he stood. He was close to the edge of the jungle, and at little distance he had seen two hills but before the storm broke. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. 
And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now he could see nothing. He amused him to look out the beating rain, searching the two hills and imagining the torrents had above had washed them away. Yet he knew that presently the rain would cease. So it would come out again, and all would be, all be as it was before, set with a few branches fallen. And here and there, some old and rotted patriarch had crashed back to enrich the soil upon which he fretted for maybe centuries. All that about, about him, branches and leaves filled the air, a fell to earth, torn away a strength of the tornado, a weight of the water upon them. A gaunt corpse toppled and fell a few yards away, the tarzan protected way, protected from all these dangers by the wide spreading branches, a steady young giant beneath which his jungle crafts had guided him. Here there there was but a single danger, and a rope but a rope run, yet it came without warning, a tree above him was riven by lightning, and when the rain ceased, the sun came out, suddenly stretched as he fallen upon his face amidst the wreckage of the jungle giant, and should have shielded him. But where he came to the entrance of his cave after rain and storm had passed, and looked about above his scene, with his own one eye, back where he could see, he had a dozen eyes. He could have found no beauty in the fresh weakness, verified jungle. Or for such such things of chemistry of temperament, he vainly failed to react, nor even had he a nose, which he had not for years, could he have found enjoyment and sweetness in the clean washed air. At either side of the leopard stood his soul, and constant companions, two onions sniffed the air, presently one of them uttered a low growl, but flattered head started squeaks. Sneaking and wary towards the jungle, the other foot of Buckrory, his curiosity roused, trailed after them his hand, a heavy knob stick. Behind his hyenas halted a few yards from the prostate Tarzan, sniffing and growling. Then came Buckrory at first, could have been a witness his own eyes. But when he did, he saw it was indeed the devil god. His rage knew no bounds. He thought him dead himself cheated of revenge he had so long dreamed upon. The hyenas, hyenas approached the ape-man with bared fangs. Barry, with an inarticulate scream, rushed upon them, striking cruel and blow, heavy blows with his knobstick, from which 
from there might still be, be life. Apparently life is form. The beast snapping and snarling, half turned upon their master, their tormentor. Lo- long fear still held them from his putrid throat. They slunk away a few yards and squatted upon their haunches, hatred and baffled hunger gleaming from their savage eyes. Bagwari stooped and placed his ear above the bank man's heart. He still beat, as well as his slowed features. Who could register pleasure? He did so, but it was not a pretty sight. They ain't man's lay, side laid rope, long rope, cross rope, quickly very bound limb, arms behind his prisoner's back. He raised him to one of his shoulders, for although Barakari is old, the disease is still a sure man. Hyenas fell in behind. The witch had to set towards the cave. Through the long black corridors, they followed as Barakari bore his victim in the bowels of the hills. The subterranean chambers connected by winding passages. Bagrari staggered with his load. At a sudden turning the corridor, daylight flooded with them. Bagrari stepped out of a small circular basin, healed apparently into the crater of each of volcano. One of those which would never reach the dignity of a mountain. A little more than a river, rim pits closed to the earth's surface. Deep walls rimmed the path of cavity. Only exit was through the passageway by which Bagwari had entered. Few stunted trees grew upon the rocky floor. Hundred feet above could be seen but ragged lips of his cold, dead mouth. Of his cut, steep walls rimmed poverty. The only exit was through the passageway by which Bagwari had entered. Few stunted trees grew upon the rocky floor. Hundred feet above could be seen the ragged lips of this cold, dead mouth of hell. Bagwari put Tarzan against a tree and bound him there with his own grass rope, leaving his hands free but securing knots in such a way that eight men could not reach them. Hainas slunk to and fro, grounding Bagwari hated him. They hated him. He knew they but they but waited for the time he would be should be helpless. When they hated it should rise to such a height as to submerge his cringing fear of him. His own heart was not a little fear of these repulsive creatures. Because of that fear, Barrows had kept the beasts well fed after hunting for them when their own forages for food failed. Forever, he was, forever he was called to them the cruelty of a little brain, diseased, beastal, primitive. He had them since they were puppies. They had no other life out of which he, from him, though they went abroad to hunt, always they returned. Of late, but Crowley had come to believe they to return not much from habit of as from fiendish patience, which submit to very indignity and pain rather than forgo the vinyl vengeance. <coughs> <coughs> but where we needed but little imagination to picture that what vengeance would be, they would see for himself that this end would be, but another should, should impersonate Bagwari. But he tussled, when he tussled Tarzan securely, Bakari went back into the corridor, driving the hyenas ahead of him. But in across the opening of the teeth of laced branches, which shut the pit from the cave during the night, Bowery went might sleep in security, 
like the hyenas who had penned the crater. They might not sneak upon a sleeping Bulgari in the darkness. Bulgari <coughs> 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 turned to the outer cave mouth, filled a vessel with water at the spring which rose in a little canyon close to hand and returned apart toward the pit. Hyenas stood before the Latisse, looking hungry toward Tarzan. They had been fed in his manner before. His water, the which approached Tarzan, threw a portion, potion of the contents, concepts, vessel eight men's face, with flooding eyelids, and second preoccupation. Tarzan opened his eyes and looked about. Devil God, quoted Bokari, and a great witch doctor, my medicine strong, yours is weak. It is not why, if it's not, why do you stay tied here like a goat and let it bait for lions? Tarzan understood nothing. The witch doctor said, therefore, he did not apply. But he stared straight at Bagari, a cold and level gaze. Hyenas crept up behind him, he heard them growl. He did not even turn, didn't even turn his head. He was a beast with a man's brain. Beasts in him refused to show fear. Face of death, which the man mind already admitted to be inevitable. Bagari did not, was not yet ready to give his victim to the bush priest. Rushed upon the hyenas with knobstick. There was a short scrimmage in which the brutes came off second best, as they always did. Tarzan watched it. He saw and realised the hatred which existed between two animals in his semblance of a man. As the hyenas subdued, Bakari turned to the baiting of Tarzan. But finding that the ape man understood nothing, he said, which to funny detested. Then he withdrew into the corridor and piled the latest barrier across the opening. He went back to the cave and got a sleeping mat. He brought to the opening. He might lie down and watch the spectacle of revenge and comfort. The hyenas were sneaking fervently round the ape man. Tarzan strained at his bonds for a moment. Then similarly as a rope he braided to hold Nimba line would hold him quite successfully. He did not wish to die, but he could, not, he could look death in the face now. He many times before had a quaver, quiver. As he pulled upon the rope, he felt it rub against a small tree against it, it as it as which he passed, like a flash of ceremonic upon the screen, a fatuous flash upon his mind's eye, the story of his memory. He saw a lithe, boyish figure swinging high above the ground at the end of a rope. He saw many rapes watching below. He saw the rope part by hurtled to Elmwood, towards the ground, Tarzan smiled. Immediately, he went to draw rope, rope rapidly back and forth across the tree trunk. Hyenas gained courage, came closer. He sniffed at his legs, but when he struck at them, with his three arms, they stunk cloth. He knew with that growth of hunger they would attack, coolly, methodically. To that haste, Tarzan drew the rope back and forth to the rough, against the rough tr- trunk of the small tree. He entered the cabin back where he fell asleep. He thought he had some time before the beasts gained living courage or hunger to attack the captive. The growls and cries of the victim would awaken him. In the meanwhile time, he might as well rest than he did. That's the day wore on, for the hyenas were not famished. A rope with which Tarzan bound was a stronger one than his child boyhood, which had parted so quickly to the chafing of the rough tree bark. Yet all the while hunger was growing upon the beasts. The strands of grass rope were wearing thinner and thinner. Bagwari slept. It was late afternoon before one of the beasts irritated by the gnashing of our appetite made a quick 
scribble around in dash at the ape man. Annoyed with the wake woke both roaring. He sat quite quickly and watched what 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 went went on within the, the crater. He saw the hungry hyena charge, the man leaping with a protective throat. He saw Tarzan reach out and seize the groaning animal. And he saw the second beast spring to the devil guard's shoulder. There's a mighty heave, a great smooth skinned body round his shoulders shot in great intense pals beneath the brown and tide. Eight men surged forward and all his weight and all his great shapes the bonds parted. A tree free was rolling upon the floor of the crater, snarling, snapping and rendering. Bagwari leapt to his feet. Could it be his devil god was to prevail against his servants? Impossible. The goat was unarmed. He was down and with two onions on top of him. Bagwari did not know Tarzan. Eight men fussed his things upon the throat of one of the brainers. Rose to one knee. Rolled the other beast. Though the other beast tore him, frankly, in an effort to pull him down. With a single hand, Tarzan held that one. With the other hand, he reached forth and pulled forward. Him the second beast. Then, but while he's seeing this battle going against his forces, rushed forward from the cabin, brandishing his knob stick. Tarzan saw him coming, and rising now to both feet, hanging in each hand. He held one of the foaming beasts straight, which topped his head. Down went the two in a snarling, biting beep. Tarzan tossed the second hand across the crater, while the first gnawed the rotting face of its master. Not that this... But this did not suit the ape-man. The kick he put sent the beast howling with his companion, and springing into the side of the prostrate witch-doctor, dragged in his feet, a very self-conscious. Saw death immediate and terrible, cold eyes of the captain. He turned upon Tarzan with teeth and nails. The ape-man shuddered. Proximity saw that raw face of his. Hyenas had enough. It disappeared through the small aperture leading to cave. Tarzan had little difficulty in apparent and blinding, blinding to Rari. He had led him in the very tree which he was then bound. They bind him to a curry, toils and sword to it. Escape after same, after same fashion. His escape would be without the question. He left him. He passed through the winding corridors, subterranean compartment. Tarzan saw nothing. The hyenas, my way will come, he said to himself. Crater between the towering walls, very cold with terror, trembled, trembled as, as with goo. They returned, he cried, he rose. But he did fight field trick, and he did. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.